Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,269. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from Wilmington, Angela Rook. Angela, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm so ready. All right, as always. Angela Rook is a NASCAR driver, a racer with Nemco Motorsports in the 2019 NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series. Racing happens to run in her family, and she is the niece of former Daytona 500 champion Derek Cope. She and her twin sister, Amber Cope, made NASCAR history back in 2010 by being the first twins to compete in one of its top three series. That is really neat. Her debut at the historic Super Speedway in the number eight JJ Resources Chevy is one for the record books. On February 15, 2019, she became the first female in the NASCAR Truck Series history to lead laps at Daytona International Raceway. That is really cool. She ran at the Las Vegas Speedway last month, leading the way for female NASCAR drivers and women athletes. She and her husband, Mike, are based in Miami, Florida, and Charlotte, North Carolina, where they are awaiting any day now the arrival of their adopted newborn baby boy. Now, that is the most exciting news of all. Watch for their new Facebook Watch web series, The Rook Life, chronicling their busy life that is about to get a lot busier with this new baby boy. Congratulations to you and your husband, the mom and dad, uh, coming up here. I can't wait to hear more about the new little boy. But first, we're going to talk about you. But I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. So before we start going getting into the questions, could you take a moment, share a little bit more about your career, your passion for automobiles and driving race trucks? I would love to, Mark. Yeah. So basically, I first started out in go-karts. Um, I got a go-kart for Christmas. And I was nine years old, not really knowing what it was. And ever since then, I, you know, I was winning races left and right. And it just became a passion of mine, and it's something I did every single weekend. I felt like I was great at it. So after that, we, my twin sister and I, side by side, moved up to a late model, was doing really well all over the Northwest racing, and um, decided it was something serious. We wanted to take it to the next level after that. You know, we were about ready to graduate high school, and, you know, as my uncle, racing was in the family, he Daytona 500 winner. Uh, we decided he had a great opportunity for Amber and I to move back to the East Coast, and we actually moved in with him and uh, our careers kind of slowly started to begin there. And, you know, we started doing some architects and, you know, we did some na- nationwide, which now is called the Xfinity, but nationwide at the time and uh, made our, our big debut in the trucks as the first twins ever to race against each other in uh, the NASCAR series. So we've lived this, I've lived this incredible, incredible, incredible life and I'm so thankful for it. Angela and I were talking before we started the show here. She was born up here in the Pacific Northwest, Puyallup, which is very close to Gig Harbor where I live, and telling her that the snow is falling today, which is very rare for us here. So, uh, yeah, a delightful white day here in the Pacific Northwest. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking here on Cars, yeah? So, Angela, grab the wheel. I would say a dream, like a, a quote that I've always lived by uh, since I was a young girl, and I have it. I used to have it on my wall as a as a kid. It was, "If you can dream it, you can achieve it," and um, it's something I went by my whole entire life. Like I said, and I've always dreamt of, you know, being in NASCAR racing in Daytona. And I'm, you know, I can honestly say I've been living my dream. 
Well, no doubt. No doubt. You know, uh, I got another guy who's known for his cars that is quoted saying something very similar, if you can dream it, you can do it, was Enzo Ferrari, um, which I always thought was great when I last visited the factory there. They had that up on the wall. I didn't know that he was the guy that coined that. But what does that mean to you with what you're doing with your career and your life right now? I mean, you're about to become a mother. You're racing trucks. You're doing all sorts of incredible things. Do you ever believe this is where you would be? Or are you one of those people that sets these goals and you just tackle them and do them and keep achieving them? Well, I definitely will say it's been it's been a challenge, an uphill battle, you know, trying to get to where I am today. But again, it's like one of those things where I think any, anything is reachable and, you know, you can accomplish anything in your life as long as you don't give up. Right. So again, I feel like every day I'm living this life and this dream, you know, it's, it's a reality. Like, it's, you know, sometimes I got to slow down and take a minute to really look in the mirror and just realize like, wow, I'm here, like top 10 for yeah. Daytona, you know, top 20, you know, we got 16th in Las Vegas. And it's incredible to be where I am and to try and make for women coming into the sport, it's they look up to us. So to be there yes. and to lead laps in Daytona, the first woman to ever lead Daytona. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. Sometimes you got to sit yes. back and really, you got to really pinch yourself to realize like what is going on. You got to take yeah. it all in. You know? <laughs> exactly. Stop and smell the flowers once in a while. Yeah. In this fast paced life that you're involved with. Well, you talked about racing go-karts back when you were a little girl, but I'd love to hear a story that instigated this passion you have for racing. Is is there a pivotal moment in your life when you realized, you know what, I am going to be a race car driver? That is me. You know, it's like my parents. So my parents, the reason they got us Amber and I go kart was they wanted to keep us out of trouble in school and junior high and high school, and they wanted us just to to be involved in something. And I would say, ever since probably our first race, and I was winning, or Amber was winning, we were one and two, and we were qualifying one and two. Like ever since then, it's like we were just so passionate about it. And seeing what my uncle was doing on TV at the time, and watching him win the Daytona 500, doing all these big interviews with Brian Gumbel when we were kids growing up. And it just <laughs> yeah. was something that we always could see ourselves doing. Like we wanted to be the first twins in NASCAR. It was always a big dream of ours. So I'd say the go-karting was probably a pivotal moment for us just because that's kind of when we first realized like, hey, this is something that we can grow up doing. Like look at my uncle, you know? Exactly. You know, you had very smart parents and you're about to become a parent here yourself. And that's one of the the, the things of becoming a great parent, raising great children is keeping them actively involved in things and being a, an active part of their life, of course, is important, but getting them passionate about something so that they can get focused and they get dedicated to it. It could be horses. It could be surfing. In your case, it was racing go-karts. It, it Your parents were very wise because that is what keeps kids out of trouble and it keeps them focused and it keeps them disciplined and that's what kids need. So uh, kudos to you for having spectacular parents. That's really cool. Thank and you. Yeah, my parents are pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, let's take a look at some of the roads you've driven down or talk about a big challenge or even a big failure because you've chosen a career path in racing that is fraught with ups and downs. One minute you're on the podium, the next minute you're in the guardrail. So walk us through a time that was a great challenge for you and tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum and what you learned from it as you moved forward. Yeah, Mark, um, I would say not really such a failure, but something that's always been challenging for me is putting myself in like a good situation as far as being in, in better equipment and versus there's bad equipment and there's good equipment. So putting yourself mm-hmm. in the right opportunity, the right position to put yourself out there in the right light that you want people to see you in. I'm sure you've kind of heard a lot about that. Well, give me an example here, because um, I would imagine this comes from maybe you were in a situation one time, you weren't in the best equipment that you wanted to be in. It was frustrating and so forth. So kind of take us down a path and tell us about a specific situation and what that situation taught you about the importance of this, as you say, having the right equipment when you're out there on the track. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I can first start off by saying is every driver deserves to be out there, uh, whether in lesser equipment or good equipment, whatever the case is, but we all deserve to be out there and we all are doing what we love. That part is, is enough said there, but obviously the sport takes a ton of money to be there. And again, I, you know, looking back at my past, I, I've only had a certain amount of funding to put myself in that situation. So the last right. two years, like I still was passionate and still loving doing what I was doing, but at the same time, I wasn't showcasing my potential, which was, which was hard. But at the same time, I still was so passionate about it. It was still a way of putting me in a seat and getting laps, but just not right. in the right stuff, if that makes sense. Right. And then, you know, basing it off of what I'm in this year, and it's just this year, it's a dream for me. And I'm, just, I'm living it every day, every moment, having interviews with people like yourself, Mark, and getting this opportunity. It's just, it's incredible. Well, I've heard this challenge from, I've, I've interviewed hundreds of race car drivers now on this show. And Money always comes up because racing is so astronomically expensive. And unless you have tons of, say, family money to go into racing or buy your own team and so forth, it's very, very hard to find the funding or the sponsorship. So for maybe uh, another racer, a young racer out there that's getting frustrated and feeling like, I'm just not going to get there. I'm not going to get there. What kind of advice would you give them to give them some encouragement to keep trying? Don't give up. And maybe a couple tips or tricks that got you to the situation that you're in now. You know, really the only thing I could say, Mark, in a nice way is just, again, not, not giving up. I didn't give mm-hmm. up. You know, I, was, I will say, you know, I've criticized quite a bit, putting myself in those situations. It sucks. It's no fun. But I love doing what, I'm, what I was doing, you know, and that's all I could afford at the time. But again, I didn't give up. And look where I am today. Top 10 finish in Daytona. A dream come true. We had a shot at winning it. We didn't because we blew a cylinder. So again, I think our time, I think my time is coming. I'm already, it's well, already come. But again, like, I think the best is yet to come. It was a top five finish. It's again, it's never to give up and in the, in the keep forging ahead because all, all good things pay off. That's how I truly feel. I had a very, very well-known race car driver on this show years ago who talked about, he was at a point where he was just on the cusp of going, this isn't going to work. I can't find sponsorships. I can't find a ride. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. And he was literally in a hotel. He was checking out and going to go home and really have a serious thought about doing something else with his life. Yeah. And a guy walked up to him and said, hey, are you, uh, Bo- your name Bobby? Bobby Ray Hall? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, uh, can we have a talk? I think uh, I'd like to hire you to drive for me. And that one conversation, he must have said the right things. He had the right stuff. Obviously, Bobby Ray Hall and look where he's ended up in life. But that close, came that close. So just you don't ever give up. I hear that from every single racer on this show. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle. Now, this might be a first personal car you had, or maybe even better, the first race car you finally got a seat in that you thought, I've made it. This is the kind of car I want to be driving or truck. And maybe share a special memory you have about that ride. So you said car, bike, or truck is, I think, what you said. And again, <laughs> anything, my, yeah, uh, the only thing I can really remember, it wasn't really a car. It was probably the go-kart that I received for Christmas. It was, it was in a huge box, Mark. And Amber uh-huh. and I, it almost looked like the size of a pool table. And Amber and I were like, we kept guessing. My parents made us guess, like, what is it? You know, I'm like, well, we had no there. idea. <laughs> and it was, it was massive. And so we opened it up and it was a go-kart. And Amber and I didn't even know what that was. You know, we didn't know the gas <laughs> and the brake. We're like, oh my gosh, it's like a toy. And I can remember like going out when we were kids down the street and just driving it and like spinning out. And it was like, oh my gosh, it was thrilling, but at the same time, really scary for us. So I hope that works for a special car. But that's what I, I think so. The go-kart yeah. we got. <laughs> I think yeah, so. Yeah, memory. absolutely. Fun memory well, it's, it's fun. Yeah, I had a go-kart as a kid too. You know, I had the Briggs and Stratton motor on the back and you'd race up and down mm-hmm. the alleyway behind the house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, if you want to listen to a hilarious story, go back and listen to my talk with Bruce Canepa. Um, and he has him in a 
go-kart as a kid, <laughs> a big crash that he had. Uh, but he luckily he stuck with it. And of course, the rest is history in his case, as far as racing and the business that he's built. So very great story. I like it. No, that's cool. How about seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle that you've owned that you really wish you had back or a race car that you wish you maybe could have kept? Um, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd necessarily, necessarily say seller's remorse, but I do remember this is so old and it's a really ugly car and I really hated it driving it when I was in school, but it was a 1983 Honda Accord. Okay. And, um, the why behind that, I'd probably say it was like my first car that I had ever learned to drive a stick shift in. And my grandpa was the one who taught me. So it's something that Amber and I will never forget. And he's not around anymore, but I always know he's watching. He'd be so proud. So I think I would take that car back. Just learn, just knowing, you know, that he's the one that really taught us how to do what we do. Yeah. Well, that's very special to get taught how to drive a stick shift from your grandpa. I mean, not too many people get to have that experience. So that was very cool. Well, I would love for you to talk about what has you excited and fired up this year about your racing career. We obviously talked, and if you want to touch on a little bit, uh, this little boy that you're about to get here, they're just very exciting. But I'd love for you to share with our listeners uh, what has you excited about your racing career this year, what your plans are, what you see yourself doing, where you want to be, what you want to do. So uh, go for it. Uh, I would say what I'm most excited about this year is uh, just being in great equipment and running. We're actually just, we actually just got great news. We'll, we'll be, we just signed on for another 12 truck races. So, you know, just putting myself again and putting myself in a great situation to run in the top 10, top 15 and race against, you know, these fast guys and deserve, you know, and not deserve, but to earn everybody's respect out there that there will be a female, I would say this year that will qualify on, on the pole in the trucks and will also win a race. And I do think it will be me. I'm that dedicated in that. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like we are really, we really have some great things going right now. No so doubt. yeah, then obviously working for a full ride in the 2020, which is looking pretty good. Cool. Yeah, I feel cool. like I have so many great things going on. You know, we're filming the reality show, our reality show called The Rook Life. Um, that's up and coming and hopefully should be airing um, in April. Yeah, tell me a little bit about this. What, what is this about? Why are you doing this? What What does this mean for you? You know, so it's, it's basically, it's just, my husband and I are just basically sharing our lives with everybody. We live this wild, fast-paced lifestyle where we are traveling all over the world. Um, different, you know, we have a bunch of different penthouses kind of all over. We're adopting a baby boy and he is due any day, any moment. Um, all, you know, meanwhile, racing NASCAR, um, my husband has three grown kids. We just live a, a chaotic, crazy life and we just want to share it with everybody. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And again, where can people watch this when it comes, when it days view? Is it on um, Facebook? I cannot, watch? It, I cannot air that yet. It's not, it's not finalized yet. We okay. Have three okay. networks. Yeah. We're going Very round cool. and round with. So yeah, yeah I, under- I understand that. I just launched my own TV show this year, so I get it. It's a, uh, so it's you an get interesting. It. It's an interesting world. This TV world that we're delving into here. It's, yeah, in, a lot, it's insane. Yeah, a lot of things out of your control, but uh, a lot of opportunities there too. Well, make sure you let me know, Angela, when you get that settled, so that I can let my followers, my listeners, know. We can put it on your show notes page so people can check out uh, the Ruck Life and what you guys are going to be up to. This is very exciting. Wow, 2019, 2020. They are some big years for you and your husband, and your family for sure, and your new little boy, of course. Well, Angela, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors that make this all possible. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. 
It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber Custom Floor Mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Market Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Hey, Mark Green here from the Cars Yeah podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? That's right. Cars Yeah is now on MAV TV. I visit some of the past Cars Yeah guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MavTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Cars Yeah TV. MAV TV is also available on DirecTV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through MavTV.com online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, Angela, we are back, and I have a very introspective question for you. You're going to be in the psychologist's office now on the couch, and he's going to say, so if tomorrow you woke up, Angela, and you were a car, you'd actually been manifested into a car, race car, motorcycle, I don't know what you'd be, what would Angela be and why? I would have to say I would be a Bentley. <laughs> a Bentley Continental. A Bentley. Oh, yes. okay. And why yes. a Bentley Continental? Nice car. I feel like they're so fast but very smooth and also like a really heavy car. And, yeah. um, and of course I have one at home. So it's always been a dream of mine. <laughs> it's been a well, dream car. Better. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, yes. You know, I got to spend a, a day at the racetrack up here, Pacific Raceway. Uh, Bentley invited me to come up and drive some of their new cars a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I almost didn't go because I'm a sports car guy. I've raced cars and I kind of went, well, I don't know if I want to go drive a Bentley around a track. How fun is that going to be? But I went, I was blown away by those cars. I mean, they're amazing. Just incredible power, incredible handling, incredible braking, accelerate. I mean, they kind of do it all. And for a big, heavy car, I couldn't believe it. I, I just went, whoa. I feel like it's a beast. You know, my husband's not a fan of it just because it's, it's so heavy to him. But I just feel like it's such a luxury car. It's just, it's, it's really, obviously, it's really heavy, but it's just, the stopping points on it are fabulous. It's, you can be up to speed at like no time. And I don't know. I, I think it's amazing. Yeah, pretty incredible vehicle. Well, we are entering the last lap, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that Bentley throttle. So here we go. Let's do it. Okay. What's the best automotive or racing advice you've ever received? Drive it like you stole it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Remind me not to hand it you the keys. Laugh. Every time, I, every time I, I, my sister always says, it, drive it like you stole it, sis. Drive it yeah. like you stole it. Yeah. And it drives me crazy, but it's funny. So. No, it is. <laughs> I'm just not ever going to hand you my keys. I'm sorry, but no thanks. Yeah, yeah you, <laughs> no. you definitely shouldn't. <laughs> no, okay, I won't. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? I don't know if I'd say this is a habit, but I would just say a healthy lifestyle. Mm, yeah, very important. Absolutely. 
Yeah. And this is going to be more important when the uh, run into some sleep deprivation, which is coming here with this new baby boy. So, uh, yeah, hang in there. I'm ready for it. Trust <laughs> there, me. Uh, it's the greatest thing. I can, ha- I can do it. I'm sure you can. Now, do you have a resource that you think our listeners would really enjoy that you enjoy? Uh, the only thing I can really think of is following our new reality show, up and coming show. It's The Rook Life. The Rook so, Life. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, again, you let me know when that airs, where it airs, and I'll make sure that I share that with yeah, all I would of love my that. listeners. It'd be great. Now, if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? It'd be Elon Musk. Wow. Yeah, that's a guy I'd like to talk to. What is it about <laughs> Elon? Yeah. What is it about Elon Musk that, that you'd find interesting in talking with him? You know, he's doing stuff that nobody else is doing or has thought of. Yeah. And he just he sets himself apart from everybody else. He's different. He's just an odd duck, yeah. but a smart odd duck. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Major disruptor. That's <laughs> what I like about him. He blows me away and he just keeps doing stuff. I mean, when he launched that Tesla out into space with the guy sitting in it and playing playing the music, I mean, like this guy is like from another planet, you know? I mean, just Exactly. Yeah, he he just blows it's me insane. away. He's insane. Yeah, and there's all these people that kind of talk him down and complain about things, but I'm like, well, "What have you done?" I mean, look at what this guy has done with his life and just continues to do. It it just keeps thinking of stuff. And doing it and making it happen. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to have Elon on this show, too. As soon as I do, I'll make sure that I give him your number so that uh, you can sit down and talk do. to him as well. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell him he still owes me that cocktail. Oh, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> that yeah. drink. Well, you that know, drink. You, you, that drink. Well, yeah, you may encounter him before I do. So do the same for me if that happens, if you would, please. Absolutely. All I'm right. How about a book? Is there a book that you'd like to share with our listeners? I would say an auto. I love reading autobiographies, and it's probably Ronda Rousey's autobiography. Oh yeah, cool, uh, great, awesome. Well, we yeah. will uh, we'll make sure we put a link to that. And listeners, I remind you that all these great resources will be linked on Angela's show notes page. Just go to carsyeah.com, type in Angela Rook R U C H is the spelling of her last name, and that page will pop right up. All right, Angela, we are up to the checkered flag. This is a flag you've seen many times in your life. Uh, this last question though can be a bit of a doozy, but it's a fun thought. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car or a race car, whatever you'd like. Something kind of fun to have in your garage, but there's a couple rules to this game. It's the only collector car you can have. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of racing parts with or or other toys with, and uh, you have to drive it. I want you to enjoy this car. No garage queens here on Cars Yeah. So what can I buy you today? Mark, you're going to be you are going to be buying me a 1965 Lincoln Continental. Whoa, convertible. Convertible. Okay. Well, now this is a very interesting answer because I'm always kind of surprised by people's answers. Lincoln Continental, a 65 convertible. What is it about that car that you like so much? Well, I think I, if I'm correct, I think that was the one that was in the movie, The Entourage. And I actually think Denny Hamlin owned it at one time. I remember okay. him driving it down my road when I lived by him. I think he had this, this exact one from Entourage. And it's just, it's a sick ride. It's it's a luxury. It's six, six, <laughs> it, it will sit up to six people comfortably in it, maybe even yeah. seven. Yeah. And it's like a seven liter engine. I mean, it was suicide doors. Yeah. It would have to, the color would have to be black, of course. Of but course. But it, it's, it's an awesome car. Wow. You can just pull up anybody in that and just keep a look. <laughs> yes. You're <laughs> I'm pretty be, sure I, I will get one. You're going to be styling for sure. Wow. Well, I know I've had a lot of restoration guys and fabricators on this show. No doubt I can find you the right car. Something very special, but uh, yeah, you kind of surprised me. I hope it comes tomorrow, Mark. Oh, tomorrow. Well, it's it's snowing here. Yep. I'm not so sure. <laughs> Convertible. I might have to wait a few days. So if you can be a little patient, you know, you do live That's on the fine. other side of the country from me. So yeah. it's going to take me a little while to drive it over there. Maybe I can wait till the summertime when 
the weather's not so bad. But uh, wow, well, you, su- you surprised me with that answer, which is always great. And I love it. Well, Angela, you've taken us on a great ride today. I knew this would be a fast and furious kind of ride. I mean, you're a, a lady that just does not slow down. I've really enjoyed your stories and getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your journey. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that 65 Lincoln Continental <laughs> kind of convertible? I would just say to anybody listening to always follow your dreams and to never give up. Yeah. And to also follow my new uh, reality show coming out called The Rook Life. Absolutely. And what's the best way for people to follow you in your racing life? Uh, you can follow it on The Rook Life as well, because uh, it will be a big part of the show or also my personal page, Angela Rook. Okay. Um, yeah. Awesome. Great. I'll make sure I put links to all those. Follow what Angela's doing. I think she's going to surprise the heck out of you. Uh, she's out there having some fun, living the dream, doing what she wants, sharing her life with everybody. Uh, can't wait to see the new show. Uh, can't wait to see how the racing goes this year. No doubt everything is going to be fantastic in 2019. And again, congratulations on the new little baby boy. You'll have to email me a picture as soon as he arrives and that stork comes flying in. Uh, from the uh, the north east, north east southwest wherever storks come from uh, i think it's fantastic really excited for you and your husband thank you for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your many exciting experiences with the listeners until you and i talk again i'll see you down the road thanks so much mark had a great time you're welcome thank you you take care of your cars But who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.